Eddie, me and Lunch are just gonna do this one. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up? It is Lunchbox. I am the one that knows the most about sports. That's why I run the show. I bring the sports opinions and facts because I'm a sports genius. What's up, guys? It's Ray. I love uh, sports and football. Uh, we just had to do the intro because Eddie's in New York City. What up, Eddie? Hey, I'm traveling left and right, boys. I'm in the NYC tonight. A lot of Yankees hats around town. Yeah, because they play tonight. I know. And because know. you're in New York. <laughs> I know. Hey, guys, I'm in uh, Los Angeles. A lot of L.A. Dodgers hats. Yeah, because you're in the city where they play their home games. Hey, yeah, man. but I don't, have a, I don't have a Yankees hat, though, like I did a Dodgers hat. So what are you wearing? How are you fitting in? No, I'm just generic. I'm wearing black and white right now. Oh, you didn't. Oh, go that's. Buy... I mean, that's kind of Yankees colors, right? Dark blue, bl- uh, white. Yeah, I guess so. I figured you would have stopped at the little lids on a uh, 52nd and bought a little uh, Yankees hat. Yeah, have you ever been to New York? There's like a t-shirt shop and a cowboy hat or a baseball hat every corner. That's not bad, Ray. Thanks, dude. That's not bad. Hey, what's up, man? Are you from Texas? How are you? Hey, it's like it's like those it's like those um, shops where you go in and it's like baseball caps in the front, but in the back they have like fake Rolexes and like and like Chanel bags that aren't really Chanel. Oh, you mean Chinatown? Yeah, is that where is that where it's at? Yes. And my boy told me you don't even have to go up to them; they come and find you for those yeah. back alley Rolex, 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 Louis, Louis, Louis. But they're not real, right? No, 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 they're knockoffs. No, they're Folex. Oh, Folex. If you like Rolex, you'd love Folex. <laughs> and instead of Louis, they're Pooey. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with you boys? What y'all been doing? Uh, uh, just drinking. No, just kidding. Oh we're it's, yeah, it's let m- me tell midday. you. I th- th- let's just talk about last night. Let's start off the show. We're not going to play a game because I'm not in the mood for games. As a diehard Cubs fan, last night it was hard to swallow, and they lose two to one in the wild card playoff. Their season's over, and it's just like I, I, I'm 37 years old. I have a son, a wife, I have a job. I'm, I should be like, oh, okay, it's no big deal. But I do not understand when it's going to get easier as a human when your favorite team loses. There is no – like I listen to radio, sports radio a lot, and there is no one that goes on the next day and is like, oh, I'm so sad my team lost. It's like they don't care, and maybe they're not fans of certain teams or whatever, but I am just down in the dumps after watching the Cubs blow it and have their season in because it, it hits you right in the gut. It's just, I, am I the only, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't feel this way as a 37-year-old man. It shouldn't ruin my day or ruin my week. But I'm just like, man, baseball is dead to me. But it's really not because I'll watch tonight. I'll watch the A's and the Yankees tonight, but I'm just crushed. Well, explain something to me because my wife always tells me, like, when the Cowboys lose, I, I mean, it ruins my day and then sometimes bleeds into the next day. But she's like, is it worth it? Like, why are you so into this if it's going to put you in a bad mood when they lose? Something beyond your control is going to put you in a bad mood. So have you ever thought about that lunch? Like, is it worth it? Yeah, he's going to give up sports, and he's just going to go to the park every day and hang out and take walks and stuff like that. No, you're never going to give up sports. It's the dumbest question ever. No, but You always have to have sports in your life. That's the reason to live life. Right, but why can't you just watch it and enjoy it and they lose? You're like, all right, well, whatever. I I don't know why, and I I think that's the beauty and the beast of uh, sports is it's an emotional thing. You're emotionally invested, 
And I get it. Some people are more emotionally invested than others. Like my wife doesn't understand either why I get in a like I get down when my teams lose like this. Like their season's over. Like during the regular season, if they lose one game, it doesn't ruin my day. But if they when their season end is when it really hits me, like man, it just it hurts. And the Cubs, like they they won ninety five games and it's just over. And that and I do love the one game wild card wild card playoff. And I wish they won, but I still love the one game or go home. Like do you it, still love that waking I up this st- morning, your butt puckered up. No, my butt's not puckered up. <laughs> my stomach feels empty. Like it was a gut punch. And the, the Cubs had a problem all year scoring runs. That was the problem. They're for as big a bats as they had. They didn't score runs. They won or zero runs 40 times this season. That is the ma- that's the highest in Major League Baseball, along with the Orioles. Did they Schwarber, had bigger bats than everyone else. Did Schwarber play last night? Uh, he pinch hit. Okay. Yeah, and I think he, I'm pretty sure he struck out. Why does he not play? Because he sucks. Because he, he can't gets, defensively. Like, oh. Well, we were fa- facing a left-handed pitcher. Okay. So he's left-handed, right? And he's terribly terrible defensively in the outfield. And you don't want to put him out there and him cause it, have an error and cost you the game. So a guy that almost wins a home run derby is no good in baseball. Well, Interesting. He's not a good fielder. Yeah. Do you understand the home run derby is not anything like just because you win the home run derby doesn't mean you're a good player, dude. If they can hit home runs, put them in the game. Let them play, coach. If I was that coach, I'd be putting all the home run hitters in. I take a strikeout, I'll take a home run. But you know what? They can strike out five times. No, that's what baseball is now: is home run or strikeout. And that's another that's another problem. Watching the game last night, <laughs> once again, ugh, the Cubs are down one to nothing, and I believe it's the bottom of the sixth. They get the lead off runner on. Why do they not? Uh, they, they, Didn't they, they try to bunt him over? No, the first pitch, Zobris tries to bunt, takes it. No sense. See, that's the thing with the bunting. If you jack up one of the first two pitches, no, no, you're totally but he screwed. took it. He took the pitch, and then he tried to bunt. No, then he swings away. Maybe I was watching a different inning. That one was. I mean, I just do not understand why we do that. Like, if old baseball, I understand we're, we're turning into stat nerds and, you know, sabermetrics, and you go by the stats and they say it's not beneficial to bunt to give up the out. But when you have scored one or fewer runs 39 times this season before last night, you have to manufacture runs. One run, you're down one to nothing. Get that guy on second, then one hit. Ties the ball game, and maybe that brings some energy to your dugout. They did tie the game later. Yes, when they yeah, did in the eighth. Ugh. when they got the guy on and they stole second, and that let me tell that you, that guy could fly. Whoever stole second, Terrence Gore. Dang. I, it, let me. You, do you know his story? No. He played on the Royals a couple years ago when they won the World Series. The dude. On, the only reason. He is in Major League Baseball is because he's fast. Oh, he's lightning fast. The dude can't hit a lick. I mean, you could put the ball on the tee, and I'm not sure he could hit the ball. He is so bad offensively, but all he does is steal bases in the playoffs. When the ball hit the catcher's mitt, I was like, why is he not trying to throw him out? I don't get it. Well, he was already there. He'd been there for like two seconds by the time the ball hit the mitt. Yes, that's why when in the bottom of the 13th last night, when that 95-mile-an-hour fastball comes inside to him <laughs> and he pulls his arm out of the way and it doesn't hit him, dude, I understand it's instinct. You're scared of a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, but you understand the season is on the line and you can't hit. Stick your arm in there and take it. 
for the team. Oh, just get hit. Hey, why don't we throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball at lunch, see what he does. I'm not a professional baseball player. <laughs> and dude, I can't throw 95 miles per dude, hour. Dude, this guy would hit the ground so fast and make your head No, spin. I wouldn't be able to get out of the way. What? I don't, no, think, I'd, I, I don't think I'd react quick enough. No, he's saying get just get hit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ray said I would hit the ground so fast. I was like, no, I don't think I would. No, I don't think after I'd... you got hit, he's saying like you would crawl, you would go down no, in a baby no, no. fetal he, position. He was saying I would dive out of the way. Oh, I don't know. Either, what were you saying, Ray? Both of them. No, you I weren't. was just saying we're sitting here, we're just like a bunch of couch potato guys who talk crap, dude. That's so hard to get hit by. a No, pitch. I, I understand that, but I, I, I I'm. I understand it's hard to get hit by a pitch. I get right, it. Right, right. But I'm just saying, the last instant, thing on his mind was that that ball was going right. inside. But, I, but let's be real, though. Well, the guys that get hit by a pitch, they never break anything. It's just a bad bruise. Uh, no, sometimes they do. Well, unless they get in the face or like the collarbone or something. Oh, Aaron or, Judge broke his wrist. Okay. This oh, year. I'm not, what yep. I'm saying is if you, th- if you throw your bicep out, you're not going to break right. your arm. Well, that's what I'm saying. He could have thrown his forearm out there because that's where it was going to hit. And right. he or could, even if you just throw your gut out there, just stand in the middle and put your arms up and get your let your gut get also, hit. Also, I don't care if Gore breaks his arm there. All I need him is on first base so he can steal second. Because you can steal second base with a broken arm as fast as he is. Dude, dirty baseball. Can you imagine if that's what baseball comes to where everyone's just like, screw it, drop the bat, hit me. No, some people do lean into the pitches. If you watch it, because that's one thing I wish they would take out is all that protective gear on their arms yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that'll stop guys from leaning That'll the stop <laughs> guys from leaning over the plate. But Dude, any- guys go up there with nut guards. No, you need to go up to the plate without nothing, man. That thing hits you in the nuts. You're done. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no. You, <laughs> so I'm okay. Wait, do MLB players, do they wear the, uh, the cup? cup? Yes. Most of them do. Okay, but I, there are some There are that some, don't. I bet you, that don't. Because they, well, they, can... they just have jock itch? That's why they're always adjusting themselves. No, no, no. Not everyone. I, I guarantee you not all of them wear a cup. Yeah, just like in the NFL, some of them don't wear all the pads, right? right. So they're faster and stuff. Right. It makes them feel lighter, more. A cup know. makes you feel slower? Yeah, it slows you down. It's oh, it's so right. uncomfortable. Dude, let me put a cereal bowl in your pants, Eddie, and have you walk down the street in New York City. Well, don't they come in different sizes? I don't need a cereal bowl. Oh, you I'll need, take more of yeah, a Yeah, we'll just get you a ladle. Coffee mug. We'll just get you a soup spoon. <laughs> <laughs> a little teaspoon. That's all I need. I don't need a bowl. But yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder what the percentage is that wear a cup. Well, I, would, one, I mean, it's more than 50, right? Oh, I would hope so. There's one way to find out. You what? Go to one of the games where they're doing the hand, when you get to shake all the hands of the players. Oh, and, and do that little check. flick? Hey, man, fl- cup check. <laughs> That's one way to get I hated our, that. I hated that crap in middle school. Because you know what? With the cup check, it actually still does hurt a little bit. Does it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Eddie, did you not play baseball? I did, but I didn't. I never wore a cup. I mean, I played Little League. I didn't play in high school or anything. You never wore a cup and you still had kids and stuff? That's yeah, pretty I impressive. Never, I, never got, I never got hit in the nuts. <laughs> really? Hey, hey, no. Guys. Hey, oh. hey, guys. I never wore a cup in baseball. Oh, my gosh. I, I play, what position did you play? <laughs> I was an outfielder, obviously. <laughs> Coach, how did you never wear a cup? I did. I was too young. It was like you know, ten years old, eleven, twelve. Oh, I feel like that's the age you start wearing a cup, and that's the age you probably take a couple to that area. No, man, I never oh. got hit. Never. But do, do you think, like Eddie? Do you do you feel like you're too old for yourself to be so devastated when your team loses? Well, I do, but that's never going to go away. Like my mom gets in a bad mood, and she's like, you know, almost seventy. Like. It's just, it's a thing. Like, you just, you're a fan of the team and then you just get sad and it happens. I mean, 
I think I think if there's something more important in your life that comes up, you forget about all that crap. But dude, we we live for that stuff. I live for Sundays. I live for when the Cowboys play. I love when the Spurs are in the playoffs. And it's seasonal too. You've waited this whole year for this moment, and then right. boom, in an instant, donezo. That's Lunchbox's what sucks about the team Cubs. Added the MLB playoffs. Lunchbox now deciding: Does he watch the playoffs? Does he hate his life? Does he continue to be excited about life, or does he become depressed? <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Oh, follow up next time on the what sore loser. Do? These are the days of our lives. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. I will I, I will be sad, but I will still watch the playoffs and I will still be interested because I love I, I love baseball and I love October baseball. I every love pitch October baseball. Is you're on the edge of your seat because you feel like every pitch is the can change the game just drastically, the series, the I mean the hopes and dreams. And I talked to my dad and my my father in law about this, and they said they used to be the same way, where they would they live and die on every you know season or loss, and then they had kids, and it changes. Well, I've had a kid for about ten weeks, and let me tell you, I still feel terrible that the Cubs lost. I feel empty inside, even though I have a kid. Well, and it also just happened. You're but I don't st- think you're it's not even like, a day out of this. I don't think it's like the kids born and your life changes. Like just your priorities change. Yeah. Well. Like, like you start caring more about your kid's career, like or your kid's little league game or whatever, than you do about the Cubs, like that kind of stuff. Okay. Like I don't think it's like you have a kid, he's born, and your life changes. No, no, no. You're you have time. You have time when things start getting kid stuff's more important than life stuff or, or other fun stuff that you've been caring about since you were young. But coach, let me ask you this though: Do now do you root for the Rockies? No. Why not? They that's beat the you guys. Why, why, that, that's the dumbest I've thing. I, I hate when people say. Oh, well, I hope they win it because they're the ones that beat us. I don't want the Rockies to win. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just asking a question. No, no, I know. I I said on this podcast a few weeks ago, I said the Brewers, I think the Brewers and Astros will be in the World Series. So I still cheer for that so I can look like a genius. Because you called something at the beginning? Or like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. when, like, like when I said the Chiefs were going to be good and Patrick Mahomes? Yes, you cheer for that because so that's... I'm- you, so when, when the when the Brewers win, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that's such a bold statement. Of course the Brewers won. They're so good. Everyone knew they were good. No, I never said that about the Chiefs. I just don't understand the game of calling things. Like, I want to be a caller. Cool. Like, I want to Cool. Then how about we never predict anything yeah, anymore why, on this then, show? Then why do you predict things? That's no, the whole I'm point. No, I'm saying that I want to be, but, but when I call it, give me some credit. What the hell is in the background? What do you mean give you credit? You said the Chiefs would be good. Okay, you know the Chiefs started 4-0 last year also. So let's, I mean, when what happened to them? They imploded. They lost seven of their last 12, yeah. And Eddie, you need to work on more predictions. You can't just make one prediction, <laughs> and that's your prediction that you're known for for your life. Dude, I make predictions every day, dude. Well, speaking of predictions, did you see the article that came out on Thielen and Cousins? About them, well, same thing. That, what, what did you write the article? <laughs> they made no. a connection about how yeah. they're going to throw the passes to each other and have no, a fun little NFL football season. No, right? The, like, I don't, like no, coach, article, everybody knew they were going to throw the ball to each that, other. Yes, you understand, <laughs> Eddie. They <laughs> throw the ball to their number one wide receiver. I don't want to go over this every day. You are so excited because Kirk Cousins I, throws the ball to their number one wide receiver. No, because Obviously, I called something and it's no, happening, Eddie. Everybody. You know the quarterback is going to throw the ball to the number one wide receiver. That's like saying Matt Ryan's going to pass the ball to Julio Jones. No crap. Uh, Marcus Mariota is going to go to Hawaii for Christmas. No crap. He's from Hawaii. Yeah. Adam Thielen is not Julio Jones. He is the number one wide receiver oh on the goodness. Vikings. To you. 
No, the stats prove it. Last year, this year, he's the number one wide receiver. Eddie, can you address the noise behind you so that people on the podcast aren't wondering what the rock band is doing? Do outside you hear this? something? Yes, it sounds horrible. Oh, there's a band out here warming oh up. Oh my something. god! I'm in the iHeart Studios over here in uh, in New York, and there's a, I don't know, there's like a whole event space right outside the studio. Well, That's lovely. Well, and I did some research on the cup wearing. My uh, cousin, who was a uh, strength and conditioning coach for the Angels, he made it all the way to the AAA, and at the end of the season, he called up the majors. And he, he really said, responded to this question. He said, "100% of catchers wear cups, 75% of infielders, and only 10% of outfielders." Interesting. And what about what? pitchers? That's pretty much exactly. That's infielder. He said, "50% of pitchers, probably less for the relievers, but uh, more starting pitchers wear the cups." That's good. Good info, Coach. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, he's in the locker room. He's been in the trenches. He's in the dugout. He knows. He stretches 100% them. percent of catchers. He's guess what? That ball's coming right down the oh, pipe every and time, one time And when it drops and it hits the dirt and it comes up from underneath, yep. that's when I feel awful. Hey, Coach, send him another text. Ask him about pine tar. How often are pitchers using pine tar illegally right okay. now? Okay. I'm texting him now. But, yeah, go ahead. What else do you want to talk about? But I want to talk about the Cubs and what they need. They, they've got to make some changes this offseason. Well, Coach, they have coach, a this, whole – This I mean, isn't WGN like, Radio. Yeah, I understand, Chicago. but yeah. I, I'm trying to Let grieve. Let it go. Do you understand? I'm trying to <laughs> grieve. Like, Let I, it go. This this is, is, coach, we'll give you one minute to talk it out. Coach one minute. Hey, he thinks he's live from Wrigley Field this morning on <laughs> Chicago Radio. Coach, this, one minute to talk it out, and then we're done with it. And the Cubs need to go and go on vacation and then come back for, for their whatever. Their yeah, you know one person training. that's happy that the Cubs lost? Steve Bartman. I'm kidding. I wish I, they would do a piece and we would see where Steve Bartman he's is back. in his life. He's yeah. good. They I did a 30 a pic- for 30. I haven't seen a picture or video. The Coach, 30 that came for out like 30 two years never ago. showed him. I want to see what he's doing. See, have him actually hear his voice instead of uh, in a <laughs> newspaper. There's just like little excerpts. Like I want to know what cares? Steve, dude, it's a fascinating story. Oh, yeah. Another side note. You know the guy that closed out the game for the Rockies last night? I mean, this is a great story. My roommate or my cousin used to live with him. Yeah. What was his name? Okay. I don't remember his oh. name, but they lived together in Modesto first year minor That's league ball. That's cool, man. Your cousin played or your cousin the strength no, and conditioning. Okay. Drink. okay. And they had to, they lived with a family. And here tell me how weird this is, okay? So the family was nice enough to put them up, like let them rent rooms in there. But the one <laughs> stipulation Eddie, I'm about to turn you down, man. The one stipulation okay. was that sounds horrible. They had to call them mom and dad. Okay, they're done. I told them to turn it down. <laughs> okay. They really listened to you. Who who had to call them mom and dad? No, no, no. My cousin in this picture lived with this this. Husband and wife yes. in Modesto, California. And the, the one stipulation was they could rent rooms when they had to call mom and dad. Love it. <laughs> Love it, dude. They wanted them to be family. How weird is that, that is though? weird. Like, they'd be like, hey, you know, tell mom and dad about how the game went. <laughs> I bet they were cool. I bet it was kind of a joke. They were probably cool, right? They were cool. I don't know. Oh, God. Eddie? Hey, go with your one-minute Cubs thing. Let's go. You don't want to talk about You don't find that weird that they made them call them mom and dad? You're not interested in that at all? I wasn't listening. I was paying attention to this band that's warming up outside. Oh, my gosh. That's what happens when you go to different cities yes, and do this show. It, yes. You don't focus. You don't focus. You don't pay attention. When why, you're in we, Los why do we Angeles, even have you on today? Yeah, when you were in Los Angeles, all you wanted to do was with your Dodgers hat and look at the palm trees. Now you're in New York City, and all you want to do is look at the skyscrapers. I'm dude, tired, why? guys. I'm yeah. tired. I want. I miss you guys. Dude, I want to be in the studio with you guys. Listen, I, you're tired. We're all tired. Ray's working double shifts. Don't give me this tired. We're all tired. We're out here grinding. We're working hard. Hey, Eddie's tired. He flew on a free flight across the country. Yeah, you know people that don't get to use free flights? Congrats oh, yeah. on that one. Yeah. Uh, how tiring is that? How tiring is that? You didn't, you didn't that? get to fly the plane. All you did was sit there and sleep on the plane. I mm, didn't really sleep. I can't really sleep on planes. 
Oh, that's not my fault. Did you drink some beers? No, I had one drink and then I just, that's it. Hey, and you know what? I'm sorry. I told you before you left, I had uh, Southwest coupons to give you. Totally forgot. That's okay. I, I have found a buddy of mine at the airport. Gave me like 20 on the way out. And you only used one? Does he work for Southwest? Mm, he flies a lot. He says, I got so many, I can't even use them, dude. Here, take them. You know what? The people that do fly a lot have tons of Southwest booze coos. Uh, is there coupons. is there a drink limit on Southwest? I no. don't think so. Oh. No, 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 no. Eddie, remember that time we went to Vegas? What kind of what kind of drink limit was that? There was no drink limit, yeah, but that were, was like five, six years ago. We just raised our hand, and the the flight attendant dude would just throw us those little mini bottles. Like he wouldn't oh, even he reached in those little pocket and throw yeah. the little airplane. The only thing out. that it is is the limit. They do take their sweet time coming back to your seat. So if the flight attendant does come to your seat, make sure you order two or three drinks because it might be another twenty minutes before they come around. The only problem is they only give you one at a time. They can give you. You can double it. No, you can jack double. Oh, oh, a double. Yeah, I thought you meant like so. Maybe it's two is the max. Then you, meant, you thought he meant double fisting. Yeah, because they're always like, "Oh, you got to finish that one up before I can drop this one off." Okay. Like, nah, nah, nah. And, and 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 then they give you a drink, and then they never come back. So they make you look like an alcoholic when you're calling them. Like, ding. Can I get another drink, please? Like, why don't they just come back around like like a waiter does? Dude, you know? they just- all try to make you look like an alcoholic. So, say you're taking a three hour flight, which is usually our flight to Vegas. I'll order two drinks, and on the second drink, the lady looks at me funny. I'm like, I know, sweetheart, it's, like, you- it's a three hour well, flight. I'm not even buzzing right and now. And we're going to Vegas. Your, yeah, you're slurring your words. They're like, hey, <laughs> sweetie, is there any way I can get another mimosa? It's eight a.m. Hey, let's get that fast ASAP. Huh? <laughs> the one thing, okay, can I say the one thing about traveling? I can. I am just shocked by is if you're at the airport at like 7 30 in the morning and there's people sitting at the bar with a tall beer like what in the world at 7 30 in the morning there's two things that time really doesn't exist inside airports and at casinos at airports it is the weirdest thing there'll be somebody with a bloody mary at 5 a.m i'm like are you you were the weirdest person i've ever met who socially drinks at 5 a.m <laughs> but i've had a drink on the plane at seven See, that's kind of odd too. Like, man. what's what's the difference in lunch? Do you judge if someone has a Bloody Mary at like seven or eight a.m. in the pl- anything on the plane? before nine a.m. is weird. What is the nine a.m. rule? Because that's what a brunch that? time on a Saturday. Yes, that's a like, brunch feel to it, dude. Anything before that, you are an alcoholic. But and I just you feel like weird. They're they're in a business suit at seven o'clock in the morning with a tall beer, and I'm like. Why? Like, is it? You would not do this in your nor- like. If you were sitting on your couch at home, you would not be having a tall beer. Coach, so, trust uh, me, if they're drinking in public at seven a.m., they're drinking way more in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, and they also hate their job. That isn't. Yeah. That is not. That is somebody stuck in middle management that absolutely hates punching the time card. Oh man, that's. Just, I mean, I just find that so fascinating. And so you want to, you want to hear about doctoring the baseball? Yes, yes, yes. Pine tar. Well, he said pine tar is very rare because that's you can see it. The most common thing they use is rosin or spray on sunscreen, and it makes it dry, and then they get it off their arm, and they rub it on the ball. Sneaky. That's it. I mean, there's nothing suspicious about playing a night game and some dude's putting SPF 50 on his arm. Like, <laughs> Hey, Mark, Dude. why are you wearing so much sunscreen? It's a Mark. night game. <laughs> Mark, it's We're playing in a dome. I talked to the Astros. They're putting the dome over right now. <laughs> yeah, the roof's going to be closed. Oh, man, it comes through the windows still, man. Like the, the, the reflection. You got you, you always got to be protected. You never be too safe, guys. Oh, man. So anyway, back to my Cubs. Yeah, I, one I, minute. I just want to tell you what they need to do. They've got to get more athletes. They do not look athletic at all. They look like a bunch of slow-trotting Dudes, I mean, they're supposed to be a young team. When they won the World Series, they were supposed to take over Major League Baseball. And I feel like their talent hasn't developed like the rest of the league. Like, you look at the Astros. Those guys have stayed good. They're still awesome. 
The Brewers now are good. The Cardinals are about to be good. The Braves got some young talent. Where are we? Like, we just kind of, eh, we just flat, even though we won 95 games, tied for the best record in the National League, I felt like it was just a, a mirage, and we got to make some changes and get some speed. I, oh, I'm just sad. I'm just sad. And Eddie, you want to talk about your Cowboys speaking of being sad? Did yeah, you see your, what? Did you see your boy Des Bryant? No, what about him? Someone tweeted him and said, Hey, who you signing with, Des Bryant? Question mark. And he re- quote retweeted it and said, I really hope to be in Dallas. Or not, I'll be ready to play somewhere else. I mean, why? this dude, no one wants him. Why would he want to be why would he want to come back to Dallas? He just wants anybody to sign him, is what I think. He it, can still catch passes, no. I know, dude, and he's so young. Dude, I love Des Bryant. I do too. I thought he was great with the Cowboys. Des Bryant, I, not the, the, worth the what if he still lived? What if he still got a house ne- in Dallas? Oh, I don't, I don't know, Coach. But you're going to say the negativity, the cancer in the locker room, and all that. But we don't know that stuff. Like, then why is no one? Listen, this tells you how he's not as valuable as you guys think. Not but, a, there are 32 NFL teams, and not one of them wants to sign him. Well, why is a team not signing Kaepernick or Manziel? I get kind of Manziel. What? Manziel. Manziel's turned his life around. Well, but he was no good. He can run though. Okay. You have this, you have this romance with. I know. I always and Kaepernick. Thought he was Kaepernick was no good. He went to the Super Bowl. Okay, and then after that, what did he do? Nothing really. Exactly. Yeah, but you think a... you think they're not? You think they're purposely not getting Kaepernick because he's no good? I mean, there's so many articles. I don't. I'm not a scout. I don't determine how great a player is. But just from me watching the games, and also, you're telling me not one NFL team could use him as a backup. And there's all these articles no. that say he I, could I easily be could, a backup. He could easily be a backup, but. I I believe there I'd was. I'd rather co- have him on the Titans as a backup than uh, Gabbert. Of no, course. Gabbert won you games. Oh yeah. Gabbert- okay, so third backup. <laughs> <laughs> third no straight. one knows who those guys are. <laughs> the thing is, here's the thing with Kaepernick. I believe there was collusion to keep him out of the NFL, where the NFL owners were like, "We're not going to sign him." Okay, and I think he's going to win his court case. So now, I don't think he wants to sign in the NFL. I think he wants to stay in the headlines that, oh, I want to sign, I want to sign, but he doesn't really want to sign because then he loses his case against the NFL and he's going to make more money in the court case if he wins than he is signing with an NFL team. Yeah. How much is on the line? I, I, I Millions. I mil- it's going to be millions because he's going to be able to sue. He'll be able to say lost wages, income. You know, It's going to be a big deal. I don't know. How much? But if he signed up as a backup, he'd get a million dollars or something. And Eddie, why would you ask how much? You realize everything in pro sports is millions and billions. It's not our life where Lunchbox goes and fights a $20 parking ticket. Every In terms of athletes, it's always millions. Well, that's what always. I'm saying. I'm thinking like, you know, so he signs with a team and makes $20 million or No, no he, team would sign him for that much. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to sign him for $20 million to be a backup quarterback. They'll give him maybe a million dollars a year. Maybe. I mean, they'll just make all their money back on merch. Right, they, but do they want to deal with the, the and that's why I don't think if the they bad press psh, sure bad press is good press it's all the same okay, uh, okay cliche I've heard every person say that it's in the true world. though it's bad true if you're in the headlines okay you really want bad press out there about you no nobody so I don't get that saying uh, bad press any press is good press no bad yeah, press so is the, horrible yeah, for you this Kavanaugh guy the, the, the congressional thing you think that's good press what all these Accusations okay. against facts. That's a, that's a crime, boys. Well, that's you, different. So I'm talking about like Miley Cyrus. I'm talking about Justin Bieber. All bad press. He's bad dude. Bad dude. Bad chick. She's crazy. That to- worked out great. They all make a lot of money. Totally different because that's an individual 
enterprise. This is a team sport. Do <coughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you have to you have to weigh the pros and the cons of having him on your sideline and dealing with the backlash. Is it worth it? I don't know. But I don't I honestly don't think he wants to be in the NFL. You think he just doesn't want to play? Right. I think he's gonna make more money not being in the NFL. Right. Yeah, and these players now, especially with they're learning about CTE, a lot of them are kind of like, oh, when do I want to retire? Exactly. You know, every NFL player now doesn't think about when am I gonna win a Super Bowl? They all think about when am I gonna retire? Because you're seeing guys <laughs> retire I, earlier. When can I sneak a quick Super Bowl and then retire? Or get a, get five million and retire. My biggest shocker was Calvin Johnson. When he retired, I was like, wow. He was tired the, of losing and I, his ankles were bad. He had a bad ankle. I mean, he, he was got the beat man, up. though. He was the fantasy right. man. I've never had a fantasy player retire before I cut him from my team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're concerned about. Dude, I was like, I can't believe you retired. Like I'd Barry Sanders. Him. You get tired of losing. I think it wears on guys. Like, you guys think it's all about the money and. They just get tired of losing. But you don't think Barry Sanders just went out on top? On top of what? I mean, they, he he went top. down as he I went mean, down as one they, of the greatest running backs. Yeah, they, they didn't even because it's a not about game. winning. Because it's not about winning. No, it he is. went down as one of the. We'll always talk about Barry Sanders. We'll never talk about that. The nineteen eighty six uh, Detroit Lions. We'll talk about Barry Sanders. I don't think anybody talks about Barry Sanders. Because no. he never won. Barry Sanders is one of the best running backs of all time. Yeah, but he never gets but, talked about because he never won. But. Oh, well, no one he, talks about Walter Payton on a daily basis either. I do. Right? I talked like, about him this morning. He quits. <laughs> he quit in his prime because he was tired of losing. He still had five good years in him. That's such a little boy way to think. Like they don't care that much about losing, Lunchbox. Yes, they. That's why he quit. That's I, why he retired. I disagree with you. Dude, you got to also think it's like a boys club, too. These guys want to, at the end of the day, when they're retired, they want to have won some stuff so they can brag. So when they're with their boys. Bragging? What is that? So they can go to a bar and show their ring around? Yeah. Yeah. So that you can, you got some swagger after you retired and everything. The guys that didn't win have no swagger. Guys. Oh, my goodness. I'm serious, dude. Have you seen Randy Moss, dude? He won some Super Bowls, didn't he? (laughs) Didn't he win some Super Bowls? I think he did. I don't think Randy Moss won a Super Bowl. Well, he, he wears rings, doesn't he? he? I thought he wore. They're a probably and they're probably NFC, AFC championship <laughs> rings. Yeah, I think they lost. I think he was on the Patriots that lost to the Giants. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But Eddie, why do you think that they don't care about losing? Because they don't. It's a professional. It's about money. It's about their career. It's about their future. It's about the, the their family. It's not about winning anymore. It's like you and the Cubs. You have a kid. You don't care anymore about the Cubs. Really? No, I like, do. You'll watch the games. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, it's going to change. Your dad even said it. It happens. Like it just things get more important in life than than normal sports teams, teams that you've loved since you were a kid. All that stuff slowly goes away when you're a professional. It's the priorities and money, your family, your your health. Eddie, am I gonna be able to walk? Again? See, I think like, you're, I think you put money on a pedestal. You realize once you make a certain amount of money, it really doesn't even matter if you make more. Coach, than that they stop. They stop playing when they're like in their what 35 or whatever in their 30s they've got to have enough money Dude, to continue their life okay so, they have here so we go. much money then they think about what's going to truly make me happy and that's you got to keep up with the joneses boys it's not like they can just be like i got you know a hundred million dollars left okay cool i'm good that'll pay the rest of my life here they live in big houses they have 10 cars November 16th, 2003, ESPN.com. New book details Barry's reasons for quitting. Former All-Pro running back Barry Sanders says he quit the NFL because he was exhausted 
and frustrated that the Detroit Lions front office did not seem willing to build a winning team. Uh, got him with Dang. the facts. So facts why didn't he are go, facts. Oh, so why didn't he go to a winning team? Because he he had three, he had years left on his contract. They wouldn't release him. They wouldn't. He had signed a contract because they said they were going to build around him, and they never did. And so he got tired of it and he quit. So what's the second best alternative? Quit while you're ahead. But you no no. You can't say second best. You said the reason he quit was because it was because his family and he doesn't care about winning. It is no one's going to come out and say no one's going to be re- representing sports. I play sports for a livelihood. That's my life, sports. And they're not going to come out and say I don't care about winning. I care about my Ferrari. I care about my Lambo. They're never going to say that. Lunch. If he cared about his Lambo, then he would stay and get the money. He would have stayed in the NFL to get more money. He quit with millions of dollars left on the table because he was tired of losing. David West, who played for the Pacers, had a, a player option for $15 million. He said, I want to win I'm opting out. I'll go to the Spurs for $1 million because I want to win a ring. Yeah, and that's but exactly my point that I've made David before, West, too. David West, I, I don't – so what What apart about that is the money? I just think they need to get their heads checked. No, like, <laughs> if their priority is winning, like, can we pick the another – non-important thing in life to 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 fixate on Eddie, winning i, hope, I honestly like, hope some, you're, dude, junior Eddie, high Eddie, Eddie, winning? i hope sometime Guys. in your life you make a great amount of money so that you can quit thinking that money's like the greatest thing ever cuz these athletes sometimes they don't even think about the money they're moving on to respect they're you're moving putting, on to their legacy they're moving on to like how they're looked at by their boys they don't care about money they all make us millions at that point it just, the money doesn't even care anymore it's all relative I mean, how how are you guys putting winning in front of money? Dude, winning gives you respect. Do you see these analysts? Are any of them on losing football teams? No. Every one of the analysts was on a Super Bowl or a winning team. You get automatic built-in respect when you win. When Ray, you go why, the Ray, why, why do you guys come to work? Do you guys come to work to win? Dude, if our show sucked, are you kidding me? I'd be looking on Monster.com every day. But you come to work to win. Yeah, I come to work because we're winning. We're doing Ever since you left your house at 18 and you went on your own, you went to work to go win. Yeah, and I've been winning now for 33 (laughs) years. Okay, all right. Okay. Eddie, you are, we are not, okay, a real estate agent. They want to win. They Uh want to sell sell the most (laughs) houses, Eddie. They want to sell the most houses. They don't do it just because. You, some people do do it just because they, they need a paycheck. But professional athletes are on a different spectrum. Their competitive mantra, their moxie is about winning. Uh, all right, fine. I disagree. I mean, maybe, I, I just maybe, think maybe it's because you're not a very competitive person. I'm not a competitive and person. That's, but I don't think you understand it. I mean, put myself in a scenario where you and I play Monopoly. Like, I want to beat your ass. There I you really go. would. You I just would love to, our point. Thank you. I would love to beat you. But at the end of the game, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, who cares? Whatever. Exactly. But that's different. You are talking about a chance to be an all-time great, to be talked about in in lights forever. Talk, wh- why is Wait. life so important to be talked? Why is it so important to be talked about? Like, what is that? What is it about wanting to be talked about to people for the rest of your life? Like, what is that? What joy do you get out of like everyone's going to talk about me because you know there's someone better right behind you right yes eddie it's an ego thing people have egos professional athletes they have egos and they want to be known as the best of all time and that's what no good egos are no good wait you just said earlier about des bryant that egos are okay that i mean who cares if he can catch the football no i didn't say that i just said you said cancer in the locker room 
It's the same ego, cancer. I mean, he, no, I thought he was just kind of talking but, trash to people and whatever. I didn't say anything about ego. But that's what I'm saying. They want the, like if you win a Super Bowl, instead of your speaking engagements the rest of your life being three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you're fifteen thousand yep, dollars. Facts. Give him more lunchbox. If you make the Hall of Fame, you can go to a speaking engagement and get twenty thousand dollars. That's why winning is important. We've all been watching Dancing with the Stars because Bones is on it, our boss. Well, why do you think Demarcus Ware's on there? Oh, I don't know. Because he won the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yep. Facts. Because he's a star. Not because he makes a lot of they're money. Not, dude. They're not having a backup quarterback on there. Dude, money doesn't buy you friends and it doesn't buy you <laughs> respect, dog. You got to earn both those things. Wait, wouldn't you say like Odell Beckham Jr., though? He, I mean, he's healed. Right now, he's all about that money, but then he's going to no, realize... No, he wants to win. Uh, yeah, yeah, but then he, I think he acted a little bit too much like he's about the money. I think with Instagram, he was doing car pictures, shoe pictures. He looked like he's a little too much into the money, but he's going to realize it's all about winning, and he's already made that crazy amounts of money. You can't make... The, the millions and millions, you, there's only a certain amount of money, and then you're going to be happy. And he's made that, so he's going to realize it doesn't matter how much he makes. He needs the winning now. You need other parts of right. your life. You want to be set. You don't and just want to have a set. Hu- okay, you don't just want a huge house and live in like an awesome neighborhood. You want a hot wife, a huge house, and an awesome neighborhood. <laughs> you want all aspects, and that's what these NFL players are realizing. Oh they're realizing the money, they're realizing the winning, and they're trying to put it all together. But the winning is a factor, Eddie. For you to say it's just money, no. No, it's not. Like, do you think Tom Brady's all about that money, Eddie? Sure, of course. That's why he does what he does. Oh, is yes. that? He takes less every single year. Oh, my year. gosh. You're going to throw this in our face every single time. No. Okay, he takes less. He's such a nice guy. No, Dude, it's not about being a nice guy, but he takes all look. the money away from him and give him $10, $10 an hour. Would he still be doing the same thing? No. People chase this dream to make the money. Okay, fine. They have all the money in the world. Now they're going to play to win. It doesn't matter. Like, but the money was there. The money is the most important thing. If it wasn't there, they wouldn't play. This isn't 1920s baseball where people were getting paid nothing for the love of the game. This is different. See, it's all about money. It's not, you're look at the guys that are making in your. It's rich to us, but to an NFL contract, the guys that are making three hundred thousand dollars is not a lot of money to put their body on the the line every week. For what they're going to pay for later in life, they're not going to be able to walk. They're going to need crutches. They're going to need all this, and that's why they quit. No, no they do. It no, they, they do because the they love the they game quit and they want to win. To. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Those guys, like we're looking at Odell Beckham, who's set for life. That's the right. guys that are making three hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of money to us, but to on NFL standards, that is nothing. And they are willing to go out there and fight and do whatever it takes to win because they love the game of football, they love competition, and they like to be a part of a team, and they want to win. Got him. Eddie, your rebuttal? No, that's great, guys. We're, we've been at this for 30 minutes. I'm good. To, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> rebuttal? Yeah, I got one. Move on. <laughs> I mean, this may have been our worst podcast ever because this is one of those arguments well, that went I don't on understand. for 30 minutes. Why, why can't the argument just end? Like, two dudes think it's for the love of the game, and one dude thinks it's for the money. Move on. We keep going on like, no, no, it's about this. No. Like, okay, fine. Well, none of us are pro athletes. We don't know the answer. I was, I, <laughs> was, I was the closest of all of us. I played college baseball before I was cut. You tried out for the team. I was oh still goodness. at this group. I was the closest. No, I went and talked to the cross-country coach at my college, and then I decided not to run. So, I mean, I guess we're the same. Eddie, where did you cut off in high school? Like sophomore year? High school, junior year. I quit. Why'd you quit? Junior year, I quit because senior, I wanted to. Was it the money or the winning? 
I wanted a party. It wasn't about the. I wanted a party. It was party, about the man. partying. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to live with my boys and like go like to the game drunk. Like I wanted to go live the life of high school student. I didn't want to freaking go to practice every day and. Yeah, you'd be a lot go to cooler. Bed early you know and, how much cooler you'd be if you would have continued playing high school football. You know, no, you don't know me. I was kind of cool in high school. All right. I didn't need football to be cool. No, that was fun. No one said you needed you need football. He just be- said, imagine how oh much cooler gosh. I would be if I was in football. Eddie is really on I'm edge irritated. Right yeah. I'm irritated. You guys poke me. What, what, are, what are you irritated about? Just go ahead and let it out. I know that, what he's irritated about. No, no. He's irritated that he's had to make these flights, and he's all tired, <laughs> and he's in a studio away from no. us, and he's losing his focus, and his points really aren't that great, so he's having to like backtrack and like no. kind of clean up his points a little bit, even though they're all crappy. No. The point is you guys live in, you guys live in this little teenage world where like oh the love of the game let's go Packers like the rest of your life yes let's win Super Bowls and it's like guys these are professional people that care about money so when the we that's why we do what we do that's the reason we get out of bed because we get paid to go where we go if we were all billionaires then we do it for the love because we're good we don't have to worry about money anymore Let's look at nonprofits. They don't get paid a lot of money. Do they do it for the money or do they do it to, to help people? They they have to get paid, coach. No, no, but they don't get paid a lot. They get paid they get paid enough to do what they love to do. That's not mm, sports. I, I disagree with you. Compa- I disagree with can you. Can we please topic can we please title this podcast Nonprofits versus Sports? <laughs> because I, I know a girl that she went to law school and she helps uh Illegal aliens trying to get there, and she gets paid nothing. But why does she do it? No, but you can't say she gets paid nothing. No, she, she gets, gets paid. paid. No, she has to budget every month on what bills she's paying and what not to pay because she does it because she loves her job and she loves helping people. No, and, I get it. Well, and so you, okay. so you're saying she gets paid a lot of money. She doesn't. Okay, I didn't say she get. Paid. I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say that at all. I said. I, Look, you can't compare nonprofit work or charity work to no, you professional just said, athletes. Wait, wait, you, you can't compare lunch. We're not doing this comparison. No, you compared us. You said we get out of bed because of the paycheck, and that's the only reason we get out of bed, and that's the only reason the athletes get out of bed is for well, the paycheck. You have to. Like, if, if all of a sudden our boss comes in and says, hey, you guys, I'm sorry I can't pay you anymore, but we want the show to go on, how many of us would stay? No, you? no you know exactly. If this stuff all went kaput, we would still then at our other jobs try to figure out how we could do a podcast for free. Well, for sure. Yeah, I mean, exactly, because yeah. we like doing this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I get that. But, I mean, we wouldn't be at the level of that we are today where we have to get here early or so stay late or whatever. We would be more just like, can't make it today, boys. Like, just can't do it. It's kind of what we do already. For the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> well, podcast, I mean, this is, I mean, I don't know. We had the conversation of the podcast is like what we do on top of our work or whatever. But I think this is part of our work. Like, don't you see the podcast as part of what we do? Yeah. Okay, what are we in a board meeting and you're trying to make points on the dry no, race no, board? I, guys, I said 20 minutes. We should probably move on. Let's just laugh about something for a second. Jeez. Okay, we'll talk about the worst mailman in the history of mailmen. Uh, in Memphis, this mailman's delivering the mail, and he doesn't know the house has cameras. He's like, man, I got to go to the bathroom. He just peed right there on the porch. <laughs> All caught on video. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm not mad at him because UPS people, they got to park their car in the middle of the road and go rush and do stuff. They ain't got time I mean, to go they, find a bathroom. Yeah, there's in a no business. bathrooms. And usually you got to buy something at a place if you're going to use their, oh, no, customers only. It's like, man, I don't want to spend my money here. Like, I just need to use the bathroom. So got caught with his pants down. Dude, and he was just trying to be better at work, be more efficient. Didn't have to it, stop for a break. 
if the UPS guy knocked on your door lunchbox and asked your wife, hey, can I use the restroom? Do you think she'd let him? Yeah. I do. My wife's that's, pretty nice like that. That's risky. No. But you're right. You, you think about it. You're like, these guys really, they have a time limit, you know, to deliver all their packages. And then what do they do if they got to go? Oh, and they have to deal with traffic. Dude, can you imagine if there's a construction on one of the streets? Then they're out there running the packages to the doors instead of being able to drive to them. So they're carrying five boxes at a time running to the and hoping that their car doesn't get broke into because most of them leave their door open while they're trying to do it fast. Or the lazy ones that where I have a like a fence around my front yard, like you get to open a little gate and they just leave my packages on the sidewalk out front. I mean, that's really cool. Like don't even open the gate. Don't even I, I mean, don't even walk into the porch. They just stick them on the literal sidewalk. Dude, I'm actually impressed by the dudes that go downtown to ours. They go, they oh, know, they have to go upstairs. Dude, they know and... all the different codes to get into the building. They go up all these stairs. Dude, I would just take the boxes and throw them in the mailroom. But these guys <laughs> go to everybody's door. I'm actually pretty impressed by that. They bring it to your door and leave oh, it there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's... Every day there's packages right there at our door. I'm like, man, that's above and beyond. I would just dump that stuff in the front lobby and say you didn't know the code. Oh man, that's well, nice of them. That's very nice. You give them a tip. No, I probably should around Christmas time. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I or, don't. Or just leave twenty bucks outside the door. Well, then just any random person will grab it. <laughs> yeah, then exactly. somebody's gonna put like a bag of drugs down there. <laughs> you come back and there's a weed. You're yeah. like, okay. I mean, now if there's... you leave exactly twenty dollars, it's probably gonna be purchased a perfect amount purchased huh. for some sort of drugs. Guys, one time I was walking my dog at night. No crap. There was a, a caddy, like a caddy driving slow in the neighborhood, and I was like, that's kind of weird. I've never seen that car around here. It drives by this house two or three times, and I'm walking, and they throw something out of the window. And I look at it. Like, they take off, and I look at it, and it's weed. (laughs) And it's weed sitting right by their driveway. That's how the guy delivered it? Just threw it out? Just threw it. He drove around three times, so I guess he was supposed to meet someone or something. But Did you grab it? No. Hell no. My bad. No, dude, I'm not grabbing that. You're involved if you grab that. How did you see it at nighttime, though? What do you mean? It was sitting right. I walked right by it. Okay. There's a little bag with stuff in it. Dang, so that's how they make their deliveries, huh? I guess, dude. And I, now I'll always walk by that house and be like, yeah, they like to smoke. <laughs> what if it was the wrong address and you're, you're, afraid, <laughs> you're, you're, you're pointing a finger at a wrong family like, man, they like to smoke, and it's the next-door neighbor. guy got the address wrong. The kids are playing in the front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, your dad likes to smoke, smoke. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. All right. Well, tonight, A's, Yankees. I got my lock. Go ahead. Let's hear your lock. Uh, guys, I am not kidding about this one. This is a stone cold lead pipe <laughs> lock of the day. Yankees A's over eight and a half. Go ahead and lock it up. Sever- Severino gives up ten runs every time he pitches. Over eight and a half runs. So over they have to get up about a run every inning. It's gonna be simple. This game is one of those. Tune in around the sixth inning. It's gonna don't be a high scoring affair, huh? Yeah. Don't even sweat it early. Probably go to a bar, grab some beers, have your wife make you dinner, chill around six o'clock when the kids are about to go to bed. Boom. That's when you turn it on. It should be really close to eight and a half, and then it'll go over. You got your money for tomorrow. Go to work tomorrow. Brag to your buddies about how you won free money, and you now make more money than them. Who wins tonight's game? I hope the A's. I want the A's to win because I, I just like the disparity in how baseball you can spend so much money and then the team that spends no money and you meet in the playoffs and i, I want the no money team to win they still using that money ball um um yeah kind of i think they, yeah they kind of are they still don't really pay players they use their farm system and they trade for they get people that have been released by other teams and they get i mean they seem to develop talent very well and then they go sign off with other teams 
Yeah, I'm an underdog team, so I mean, I love that the A's are in there, and I love. I think they'll beat the Yankees. I hope they do. I mean, I hate baseball, so it doesn't matter. But let's go A's. Coach will Great. still watch all the playoffs. I absolutely will. I'm a sport. Listen, I'm a sports fan. Sort of like when the Kansas Jayhawks lose in March, I still watch. Okay, of course you still got to watch the big dance. If you're that much of a poor sport, you don't watch March Madness. <laughs> you got to go see a doctor. <laughs> hey, John, why are you not watching March Madness? Oh, my team lost. I haven't watched it at all. The big dance. I quit on the big dance. What? What do you we do a- all of March? <laughs> We have a buddy like that, don't we? Pitts? Yeah, we got a buddy Pids and the Chiefs lost. He didn't watch the Super Bowl. He was and, and the Chiefs, the Chiefs he was lost doing yard was, work. Dude, he was offering people in our work the Chiefs jersey. We're like, dude, we don't want your Chiefs jersey. <laughs> he was doing yard work. What did you think about the game last night, brother? Oh. I didn't watch it. Hey, brother, did you watch the Super Bowl last night? Nope, the Chiefs weren't in it, brother. I didn't watch a lick of it. You didn't watch the Super Bowl? No, and he's quoted, I lost track of time. I was out doing the yard. Oh, you I'm lost like, track of the Super Bowl Sunday? Are you an idiot? So stupid. <laughs> oh, this might... Go down as the most annoying podcast we've for done. Sure, yeah, because for sure. Eddie's in a room where they're playing a band outside. And we argued it. about the same thing for 30 minutes, oh, probably. God, it was such a long argument. Yeah. And the thing is, we're so like we're so hardcore about our sides in this argument that we're going to have it again. I hate it. Well, and I just hope there were some decent points made in that 30 minutes, because I'm pretty sure that Eddie made a lot of weak-ass points that probably weren't even that good. <laughs> no, he always makes weak-ass <laughs> points. <laughs> Sometimes, do you, Eddie, do you feel like you argue just to argue yes, sometimes? Yes, Eddie does, and you do too. No, no, no. You guys, I, I, both, I, you guys both love to argue. I would yes. hate to be y'all's wives. Here's no, that's thing. what happens with our wives. I, you, you feel sorry for our wives? Yes. No, no. I Sometimes I don't believe Eddie believes what he's arguing, but he just argues it. I actually no. believe whatever I argue, I believe. Like, I do, like we talked about the kid, his mom suing. I don't think Eddie really thinks the kid should be led on the team. He just wanted to argue with us. No, I really do. Like, there are certain things. Like, what what did I argue about a while back? I was listening back. It was the one that your dad brought up. Oh, it's about how Pete Carroll treats uh, Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, okay, that one. I was trying to. I guess a lot of times I'm trying to find the devil's advocate so we can have kind of like another side to the story. Because if we're just sitting there talking about it and like ah da da da, like yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we agree. Like, I don't think that's interesting, but really, 90% of the time, like today, I'm really passionate about that side of it. And I would like, to, I wish we could get a former athlete on or an athlete and ask them. Because we've never had a guest on the show. No, I understand that. <laughs> but I would like to see, because inside the locker room, someone that's been there that knows how much people care about winning. It's going to be hard to find someone that admits to that kind of stuff. Like, like finding an actor that really doesn't like a certain director. Like, it's hard for them to come out and just say, like, I don't like. Steven Spielberg, he's an a-hole. Like, no one will ever say that. That's my point. I feel like deep inside, the, line, the, the bottom line to all these professional athletes is money. Like, it's just the bottom, bottom line. It's not winning. That's my point. And I'm not making that up just to uh, disagree with you. That's just how I feel. That's it. All right. All right, do your buzzer, coach. Are we got, ready to get out of here? Hey, Sore loser show. You got the last word. Sore loser show on Twitter, <laughs> and I mean, it's not all about the money; it's all about winning. Oh, hey, LB coach, got the last word. Hey, coach, we do. <laughs> that's how he does it. You're right. You're right, lunchbox. But at the bottom, you know, at the end of the day, we do it for money. But uh, how much money are we getting for this podcast? Nothing. Exactly. Zero. So, so it's all about the winning. No, I think it's actually on the way, boys. Is it? Yeah. Do you know something we don't know? Yeah, I know okay. a popular podcast gets money. Hey, but seriously, though, well, like, wasn't very popular. Co- Coach, I- I'm trying to figure out, we've fallen off the iTunes chart completely. We're not even in the top 200. So I guess people need to keep rating us. I don't know how it works, but, man, we were at 50. We were, like, 
We were climbing. No, and it we was were... kind of embarrassing because we were ahead of popular TV shows yeah. that are on the uh, podcast. We were ahead of them. We were ahead of Part in the Interruption. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Levitard show, Dan Levitard in South Beach. We were ahead of that show. And I'm For like, sure. We probably shouldn't be ahead of them on iTunes. Well, but now we're not even on the chart. I'd so say I we're think... t- well, I mean, we're top 200. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm telling you, we didn't make the top 200. Oh, I'm, tell- I'm telling you guys. So I think it's a rating thing. So go rate us. Go subscribe. Rate us. Write something about the show or something. And uh, let's keep us up there if you like our show, obviously. And we'll try not to argue as much. No, we will. We'll try not to. But we've been but doing we a good will. job for the past week. But then we just Eddie was grumpy today and fell off the wagon. And Eddie will be back in studio Tomorrow. Soon, yeah, there you go. He's Tomorrow, been in be L.A. Back. and New York. He's been traveling. He's living traveling, that charm life. No, it's not, dude. I mean, I'm trying to sleep whenever I can. I wanted to go to the Statue of Liberty today. I don't have time to do that. Well, the Statue of Liberty is kind of a haul. Yeah, because you got to get on a boat, right, and go across yeah, the water. Yeah, dude, you realize ferry. the Statue of Liberty is out in the middle of the water, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've just never done that. What did you think? It was in the middle of downtown New York City? No, no, I knew it was in the water, but I figured you'd just pay money, get in a ferry. And you could have probably jump. gone and saw a Madden Square Garden. Madden? Yeah, they changed the name. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, John Madden Square Garden? Yeah. Hey, did you go out to Yankee Stadium? You, why, whoa, you're in Yankee. That's whoa, what I'm whoa, saying, whoa, whoa. boys. That's Why'd what you go I'm to the saying? game? Dude, I was in L.A. when the Dodgers were playing, and I'm here when the Yankees are playing, and I'm not going to either game. Gosh, Man. I'm, a ter- I'm a terrible fan. Terrible fan. All right. Well, the Dodgers right. game was a haul as well. That's Chavez Ravine. You would have never been able to make it. Is that far? Yeah. I don't know how far yeah. that is from. Me and my buddy were downtown LA, and that's the reason we didn't go. It was so far. It's yeah, not- but, I mean, e- but Elon Musk is going to build a uh, tunnel, tunnel underground. Yes. Listen, Elon Musk, I'm starting to think, is just full of crap. I think he just says things and then never does anything. Like he was going to build but, all these but, tunnels, he was going to build these cars, and nothing but ever he comes. he built the cars. No, where's the $20,000 car that everybody signed up for and no one's ever got them? The $20,000 car? It's like a cheaper version. and He's only made $200,000 cars. That's what I'm saying. He said there was going to be a cheaper <laughs> version. All these people signed up, and he was going to build this. this uh, Lunch says Elon Musk never does anything. I don't know. When I was at the stoplight, I'm pretty sure I was surrounded by two Teslas. Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, everywhere I look now, there's... Self-driving. Uh, he was going to build a tunnel from New York to like Washington yeah. D.C. Where's coach, that at? That I mean, takes that takes time. time coach. Okay, well, it's Dude, been five years. Real, Rome wasn't built in a day. And oh, That's he, right. And he tried. <laughs> like I said, like he said, he was going to build that little tube to save the the divers and the kids, the soccer team. They got him out before he finished the tube. Exactly. He says all this stuff to keep himself in the news to make him sound smart, <laughs> but he doesn't do anything. Then you, we should start doing that. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm going to create. I am working on a tube. I'm sending it over right now. Do you guys accept UPS? And ten years later, they're like, where's this tube? It takes time, guys. Still working on it. Uh, All right, you ready to wrap? Yeah. All right, boys. Terrible show. Hope you're proud of I yourself. I mean, it was really probably pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But I'm glad we did it. I think it was decent, probably. All right. I mean, I'm just I, I, maybe I'm a little grumpy too because of the Cubs. Maybe that's yeah, what it you is. You can't yes, do a podcast grumpy. after lunch is grumpy about his team. We should have given him another day to recover. Right, I understand that, and I, I listen to other sports shows, and I'm like, are they not fans of teams? Because I never hear like no, professional. No, they're not. You know why? They do it for the money. What? Can we be done? He Can wanted, you end the show like that? He wanted the last. Yeah, one. yeah. I want the last. I want the last one. They're not. Oh. I, I wasn't talking about the athletes. I'm just talking about these oh. guys, like. Maybe they just have an outside perspective where they can't, they don't get hurt like I do. But there are some people that get hurt. Wilbon, he's huge in yes, Chicago. He gets right. hurt, and it's definitely visible when he's well, feeling it on TV. When you're a journalist, like a broadcaster, you have to be 
you know, you can't. Like, do you think Troy sides. Aikman feels it when the Cowboys lose, or do you think he cares anymore? No, He's I think he cares. Still, he cares, yeah. but he can't say that he cares. That's my point. He can't say stuff that he really thinks. He can't go on there and be like, oh, man, Jason Garrett, dude, you know what? Let me tell you real stuff about Jason Garrett. Man, when me and Garrett, we're playing together. Like, he can never say stuff like that. Did they play together? Yeah. Garrett was his backup. Yeah. All right. Let's all go right. home. We've what is been, that? Is it's that a presidential it? alert? Oh, oh we're yeah, all yeah. getting texts right now. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency boys, Alert System. Boys, boys, the president just texted me. Okay. And. 